if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Natural Super Kids podcast. Jessica Donovan here. And today we are going to be talking about preparing your kids for back to school. It may be a little bit early to be thinking too much about this, but I know if you've got kids starting school for the first time, um, this is going to be a really helpful episode to dive into now to sort of know the things that you can do to prepare your kids for that seamless entry into school. So to join me today on the podcast, um, I have Danielle Murray, who is a teacher, a mum, and the author of two books. And she's currently studying a master's of child play therapy as well. So when Danielle was teaching prep, she came across parents who felt really overwhelmed by the start of school. They had concerns about their child's readiness, doubts over whether they should send them early um, or repeat another year of kindy and were unsure how to prepare their kids at home. So when she had a son of her own and she started thinking about his experience in going back to school and was on maternity leave, she decided uh, or she came up with the idea of her first book before big school and decided to write the book and create her own resources for parents to support their little one's learning journey at home and their start to school. So 
In this conversation, we are talking about managing kids' nerves as they head off to school, um, talking about resilience in kids and why it's so important and how we can build that resilience, how we can start to build our kids' independence and organization skills before they head off to school, um, and how we can prepare when it comes to things like establishing a routine, separation anxiety, and those inevitable after-school meltdowns. So it's a great conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Here's Danielle. Hello, Danielle. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So good to be chatting to you. Can you start by telling our audience a little bit about yourself and how you came to be doing what you're doing today? Absolutely. So I have been a teacher for about 10 years. And then while I was on maternity leave, I decided to write a book um, when I was teaching prep, which in Queensland, that's the first year of school. I know it's called something different in, in most of the states, which makes it confusing. Um, I just had a lot of parents that were just really overwhelmed by the start to school. They weren't sure you know, how to best prepare their child or also make that decision, you know, whether to send them early or to repeat another year of kindy or childcare. Um, and I just couldn't find anything out there. So I wrote a book called Before Big School, and it's all about preparing parents to prepare their children for school. <laughs> I love it. So good. I wish I had this book when my little or my littlest particularly started because she really struggled. <laughs> so I think it's oh. such a great, <laughs> a great resource for, for parents. And um, yeah, you. often we don't start to think about, I mean, we think about it a little bit, but we think about it more when our kids are having issues once they've already started. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah I just thought I wanted something that was really parent friendly and something that could just um, fit into their day rather than another thing that they've got to add on. So <laughs> Yes, none of us need any more of that. So um, (laughs) when this podcast goes to air, it will be almost back to school time, which can obviously be very like a be a really nervous time for both kids returning to school, as well as kids obviously starting school for the first time. So can you give us some tips on how we can help our kids manage these nerves? Absolutely. So I think the best thing and the most important thing is just to be really positive about school. So lots of talking. Um, It's a good idea to uncover any anxieties that they have early on before they manifest in a really big way. So letting them uh, ask questions, letting them, you know, talk about anything they're worried about and just make sure that we're really acknowledging their feelings. So sometimes it's really tempting to say, oh, don't be silly, you'll be fine. But it can make them feel a little bit silly. So we want to acknowledge those feelings, but then come up with a plan for if the thing that they're worried about actually does happen. So for example, if they're worried about getting lost at school, you know, you might say, I understand that you're feeling, you know, worried about getting lost. It's scary, but we're going to talk about some things that you can do if that happens. So just, yeah, acknowledging their feelings and being really proactive and and coming up with some sort of plan for them. Um, I think something else, you know, share your experiences about school, but just again, remember to keep it really positive. I know sometimes grandparents like to talk about, you know, getting the cane and things from when they were at school, but that's not always helpful, especially if your little one's anxious. No, (laughs) not at all. Yeah. um, I also think something that's really, really good is making sure that 
you attend that orientation session. So normally schools will do, um, you know, a morning or a day where they come to their new class and they meet their teacher and that's just so important. So just make that a priority because it's really good if they've got a familiar face, um, whether it's a friend or even just their teacher. Um, and something else that's really important is just getting them excited about school by going shopping for school supplies. It it's, sounds silly, but sometimes like shopping for a new water bottle or a pencil case for school can just be really exciting. So Yeah, I yeah, love just, that getting them involved in that rather than just like, here's your new drink bottle. Um absolutely. Yeah. Such good tips. And I especially love the like validating their feelings. Like I think through parenting generally, it's so important not to say, oh well, you know, you'll be fine. You'll be like, you know, like really just listen to them. And you don't need yeah. to sort of fix anything, but just sort of re- reiterating, yeah, I know that you're nervous about starting school or I know it's a little bit scary and and sort of, you know, um having a conversation from there. Yeah, definitely. I think lots of just lots of talking about about school and just yeah, making sure if there is anything they're worried about, getting on top of that and finding out because I think sometimes they can, uh, you know, carry this this worry they've got. And sometimes with kids, if they don't talk about it, it can become huge. It can, you know, something little like you know worrying about getting lost or worrying about asking their teacher to go to the toilet during class time. It can become this big thing for them so yeah yeah, (laughs) Yeah, getting on top of it before it manifests in a huge way is is really good yes for sure and so let's talk a bit about resilience because you know I know well I've seen firsthand my daughter has a tendency to a bit of anxiety um, and I've witnessed how much more resilient she becomes each time she sort of stretches out of that comfort zone and we have lots of conversations about that so can you talk about resilience a little bit um, and why it's so important for our kids and how we can build that resilience in that sort of lead up to, to school starting? Yeah, so resilience is really, really important at school because obviously when children go to school, they are faced with so many unique situations. You know, they come across different people and people that they won't necessarily get along with and, you know, challenging situations and things like that and friendship issues. So it is really, really important. Um, The best way that we can build resilience is, first of all, the most important thing is um, just being their support person. So supportive relationships are the most important thing for resilient children. So just making sure that they know you're there um, to be their safety net because children are more likely to take risks if they know that they've got someone there on the sidelines to help them out. Um, another thing we can do is really working on optimism and positive self-talk. That one's really important. I know once um, I was drawing a picture with some of the children in my class and I just said, oh, I'm not very good at drawing. And this one little girl said, oh, no, my mum says that if you're not good at something, it just means that you need more practice. And I thought, that's amazing. Like this mother's just done an amazing job at at reframing those negative comments. And I thought, well, I really need to start practicing this in front of my students. And, you know, I said, that's right. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I think that I'm not good at drawing, but actually I just need some more practice. So love that. Yeah. Just reframing those negative things and, and encouraging that positive self-talk is, is great. Um, another one is making sure they know that it's okay to ask for help. 
Um, that's really important. Obviously, we want them to be independent, have a go at things on their own. But, you know, if they're struggling, knowing that they can go to someone for help as well, that's really important. Um, and we also want to encourage risk taking as well. So, you know, those things that you were talking about, like getting them out of their comfort zone is really important. You know, trying new things. Sometimes it can be as simple as just getting them to try a new food from a new restaurant or something they haven't eaten before. Yeah. Um, and I think another one is just what we were talking about before is, you know, okaying those feelings and, you know, working on, on strategies to manage those emotions and things. So putting things in place to help them get through the big emotions when they do pop up. Yeah. So good. Okay. And then what about, I mean, another set of skills that's really important as kids are starting school is like independence and organization and I'm sure as a teacher you probably <laughs> saw those kids that were not ready in that way um, absolutely yeah. <laughs> so how can we start to kind of empower our kids with more of that independent and organization skills you know it's so hard as parents when we're sending the kids off to school and being like oh are they going to be able to you know, open their lunchbox yes. or whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. I think um, it's important to remember, like we, I think we get so caught up in the academic side of, of school readiness and yes, it is important, but there are so many other factors and yeah, independence and organisation is a big one. Um, just like kids need to learn the skills to be able to read, they also need to learn the skills to be independent and to be organised. So, um, yeah, things like opening packets and containers is important. So, you know, on playground duty, I'll have a line of, you know, 10 children that need things opened and they get 10 <laughs> minutes to eat. So sometimes they'll, you know, spend their whole eating time waiting for a teacher to open their packet and then they're not getting their playtime. So, yeah, um, just... Basically, before they go to school, just any packets or containers and things that you're going to send to school, just start teaching them how to actually open those. Another little tip is just crack the squeezy yogurt and put the lid back on. That way they feel like they're doing it and, you know, they're experiencing success. But, yeah, (laughs) they're really, really tricky. Um, another thing that's important is being able to recognize their own name and belongings. So there's often and a big push on, you know, children being able to write their name before they go to school. And and yes, that's important, but recognising their name comes first. And and that's really, really important um, because it just will help with things not getting lost if they can recognise their own name and their own things. Um, Another thing is um, teaching them how to pack their bag, just, you know, finding a spot where the lunchbox goes and where the hat goes because, you know, if we just say to a child, pack your bag and they, they don't actually know how to fit everything in there, that tends to be when they just will leave stuff on the bag rack and walk off and, you know, they can't fit it in their bag so they just go too hard basket. So, yeah, actually showing them how to pack their bag, especially when it's quite full, is, is really important. Um, yeah, and then Another thing you can do is just have a little timetable for home. I always use a timetable in the classroom just so the children start to connect, you know, events with days of the week. So if they go to childcare on certain days or they have dance lessons or they go to grandma's house, just a little visual timetable in their room, you know, on Tuesday, this is something I do, just starts to get them into that routine as well. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just thinking 
um, to my daughter starting high school last year, you know, even just that switch for, from primary school to high school, my kids went to That's a very huge. small <laughs> little community primary school and then off, you know, catching the house yes. to this huge um, well, quite big uh, high school, and they almost l- need to learn all these skills all over again because now they've got a laptop that they, they need to fit in. And absolutely, you know. and I say to parents, you know, get your child to carry their own bag to the car um, because it's better that they get in that habit. You know, when they've got a bag that's got a hat and a lunchbox in it, rather than laptops and textbooks and all the things in high school. So. Yeah, just try not to leave the school grounds looking like a pack horse and, you know, get your kids to carry their own bag. That's that's a good little tip. Definitely. Um, a few other things would be um, just are they able to dress themselves and put their own shoes on? Because there will be times when they will need that, whether it's, it's swimming lessons or if they have an accident or something, they'll need to be able to dress themselves. And, yeah, so if they're not confident with laces, get the Velcro shoes. That's another good one because yeah that will that will make their lives a bit easier um and just little things like you know teaching them how to wash their own hands making sure they can go to the toilet independently and getting them into the habit at home of packing up their own belongings as well because at school they're obviously expected to pack up quite quickly in the classroom and that can be a shock to the system if they haven't done a lot of that at home yeah oh such good tips and I think this really broadens the I guess awareness because we think, oh, are our kids ready for school? Like you said, can they write their own name? Can yeah. they, you know, do some basic reading? But that really is the least of our worries, right? It's That's these right. things that we need to be <laughs> equipping our kids with as they start school. Yeah, I think you know it's it's important in terms of school readiness. Just I think getting them involved and you know a love of learning and, and wanting to learn and being curious and things like that is more important than you know teaching them to read because the teacher will do that once they're at school but yeah putting all these other things in place yeah yeah definitely okay so let's fast forward to that first week of school <laughs> how can we like start to prepare our kids now when it comes to things like establishing the routine like their routine changes so much when they start school right and things like separation anxiety those inevitable after school meltdowns I know my daughter was very good at those just like because she held it all together you know at yes. school and she'd get in the car and it'd be like ah! <laughs> yeah well I'll start with the after school meltdowns they are completely normal I think you know the first week of school and the first few weeks of school it is a massive shock to the system they're exhausted and yeah it is it's almost like you know when adults have a work personality and a home personality you know they're they're acting differently at school they're usually on their best behavior and you know they're trying to do the right thing all day and then they get home and they're exhausted and they just you're their safe person so they just kind of fall apart so and dealing with so many emotions aren't they especially in those first (laughs) days weeks months so yeah it's it's normal for that all to kind of come out once they're home with you yes definitely so you know after school in that first week just very low expectations you know don't jump into home work and things most you know teachers will give the kids a a bit of a settling in period before they start homework so just keeping that after school time pretty relaxed um but in terms of the first week I'd say you know before that first week just you know if you live close to the school do a walk past or you know drive past in the car and you know get them to try on their uniform and those sorts of things practice carrying their school bag um 
And just the night before, it's good to have an area where the bag lives and then a little checklist um, up next to the bag and, you know, pack pack the bag with your child. Don't do it for them because then, you know, they if they say, oh, you know, I don't have my library folder today, you know, mum forgot it. We want to get them in the habit of, you know, remembering what to bring and everything. So, yeah, a little checklist um, to make sure everything's packed. Go through that the night before, make sure everything's packed. Um, get the uniform laid out so you're not in a mad rush in the morning because, yeah, things are already pretty hectic on that first Ran day. Socks or shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing you want. Um, and just arriving early on that first day just so, you know, you can socialise with the other parents and they can socialise with their peers. It can really help with getting them through the door, especially if there's a familiar face. Um you know, if you make some friends with the other mums and things at that orientation day, you know, you can organise some play dates over the holidays. That that can really help. Um, but just, you know, most teachers will let the parents come in just to, you know, unpack belongings and, you know, put on name tags, that sort of thing on the first day. But just a quick exit is best. Um, I know it's really, really hard. Like I think about my son, he's 18 months and like the thought of, doing that for myself is horrible but yeah it it is the best thing you can do is just get out of there quickly and if the teacher's saying go just you know trust them and get out of there and save the tears for the car if you can (laughs) um yeah but if things are escalating like if it's been a few weeks and you know it's not good to compare but if you sort of look around at drop off and all the other kids have started to you know settle and your child is is still finding it really hard and is still having separation issues it might be time to talk to the teacher um put a plan in place just because you want to get on top of that before it becomes you know this big thing that can turn into school refusal you want to get on top of it so you know talk to the teacher sometimes it can be as simple as you know giving them a job in the mornings you know handing the worksheets out or sharpening pencils with the teacher assistant because yeah sometimes they just need a distraction um and then if that's not working and things are still getting worse then it's time to talk to you know there's could be a guidance officer in the school you could talk to or the deputy principal could talk to you about where to get support but yeah it is important to get on top of that if things are getting worse and not better <laughs> yes yeah great yeah. um okay well that is a lot for our <laughs> mums and dads listening to be thinking about so anything else you want to want to add and then also let us know where we can find out more about you and your book and your online program for anyone interested too thank you well the best way is probably just my instagram which is before big school underscore um that way you can find the link to my online course and my book as well um my book's available through my online website, which is beforebigschool.com.au, but it's also in bookstores and things as well as online. Um, and, yeah, my online course is available as well. So that is a little bit more in-depth than the book and there's videos and ebooks and things, but it just goes through all the different components of school readiness. Amazing. Thank you. And we'll make sure all of the links to your Instagram, your website, your book are in the show notes. So head on over to the show notes for anyone listening who, um, you know, would like to check those out. Such a great resource. And thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing your tips and wisdom with us today. No worries. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Bye.
Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week. Before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kid's Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune.